0: Welcome to another episode of the Glacier Guys podcast. I'm your host, Joey Fernandez. And this week, I'm going to be riding solo, uh, just covering a few things. Uh, My co-host, Omar Shalabi, was not able to be here today, but it's all good. Uh, We're going to keep it trucking along. And uh, today, we're going to be talking about some white socks and some bulls, basically. Um, I mean, there's some Cubs I guess I might talk about a little bit, but let's just get straight into it. Um, I think the biggest story so far is that the Bulls, I mean, the Bulls might be back. I mean, if you really look at it, I think, I think it's a series now. It's a 1-1 series, and I know me and Omar talked about it and really were saying that we were lucky to even win a game. But, I mean, honestly, they almost stole game one. And even after really being down the whole game, they almost stole it. If it wasn't for an over-the-back call on Patrick Williams, so that wasn't called on Patrick Williams, that probably probably would be looking at a way different series in general. But, I mean, they played really well in game two also. I mean, they, played, they went out and played their game. I mean, they were up by as much as 18 at some point. So it was really even, not lucky, but it's almost a... <laughs> The Bulls almost really stole that game in convincing fashion in the first place. And then, not to mention that Chris Middleton got hurt also. So, the, this series is a lot different than a lot of people would have expected. I mean, it's a three versus a six, so it's not like the biggest upset in the world. But the Bucks are the defending champs. And when you look at the defending champs who didn't lose anyone, and they're only getting better, really, because they're getting more chemistry and stuff playing together longer, I mean, it's crazy. I, uh, I'm I'm really impressed with the Bulls so far. I think Demar Derozan has really been the X factor so far, and other guys have really stepped up a lot. With as far as Patrick Williams making some big plays, Alex Caruso making the gritty plays, and Zach Levine dropping 20 in Game Two, the having 24, I believe, making some really big shots by the way. So overall, I'm very impressed with the Bulls so far. I think I think they they. They could possibly they could possibly make a big jump here. I mean, I see no reason why not. They they played very well. Um some of the notable players as far as plus minus goes. Um I mean the only player that really had a huge plus minus was Vooch. I mean, it was only four though, so it was just a, a close game and they pulled it out, so they they forced Giannis the to only 53% shooting which is pretty solid. I mean, he's usually way higher than that. He had 30, but from where he could be at in the 40s, the 50s range, I mean, you kind of take that. You kind of you you kind of <laughs> the 30 and 17 is ridiculous. Don't get me wrong, but the impact that he had on the game wasn't as strong as you you would typically feel in in a way. Um of Middleton's injury, though, that's that's a huge X factor because that's their second go-to scorer right there. And I don't know what else they're going to really do as far as offensively goes because uh, that hurts their wing depth a lot. I think guys like Wesley Matthews, Grayson Allen, Pat Connaughton are really going to have to step up for them to be able to have a chance. And especially with Bobby Portis being a little banged up, too, I don't know if he's going to play or not, but that's huge for the Bulls. Yeah. Um, they're going to need a guy like Kobe White to step up though I think the big three someone is bound to not do their part so it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see how that goes how that plays out but I think I'm kind of all the way back in on the Bulls honestly I I think I think they're going to win the series I, I think it's going to be Bulls in six I don't know uh call me a homer call me what you want but I think I'm feeling very confident in it, and I think it all is attributed to Chris Middleton's injury. I mean, it would be nice to beat the Bucks at full strength, but what can you do? You just gotta you gotta play who's out there. So, yeah. Um, besides that, around the NBA, uh, the Celtics are up 2-0 on the Nets. We both picked the Nets. I mean, the Celtics are just a, a well-balanced team, and they've kind of shown it so far. They've they've done what they got to do as far as the sixers versus raptors i mean the sixers are up 3-0 i think this is pretty obvious i had this game and i had this either in a sweep or four or five games so obviously no no surprise there the bulls and bucks are probably the really most interesting series going right now um you got the timberwolves and grizzlies which is a lot closer than people think obviously i think the timberwolves are still going to win the series even though they're down 2-1 just because I don't think the Grizzlies are battle-tested yet. And I really I really like the the Timberwolves roster and the way that they hold themselves. As far as the Jazz and Mavs go, the Dallas, Dallas is up 2-1 right now. And I really think they're just going to run away with that series, even without Luka. So, I'm not very impressed by the Jazz so far. As far as the Warriors-Nuggets, Warriors are Warriors up 3-0. And I think that's pretty obvious that they're going to win that series. Um... Heat and Hawks, Heat are just going to sweep that series most likely too. Uh Trey Young has to put the whole team on his back if they even want a chance to steal a game and I don't think that's going to happen anyway. So, and then next up uh, we got the Suns and Pelicans. I mean, the Pelicans stole a game, that's nice, but the Suns are going to win that in 5, no doubt in my mind. But besides that, I think that's I think that's all the series. Um Nothing too noteworthy. I think Devin Booker's out for a couple weeks. That's pretty interesting to see where that takes everything. Because without Devin Booker, I think the Warriors are the best team in the West. So I'm pretty interested to see how that plays out. Um, Moving on to baseball, I mean, the White Sox are just very unimpressive right now. But I think it is a string of bad luck, injuries, and just early season weather issues. Uh, slumps. I mean, it's a it's a various amount of things. But as far as the injuries go, AJ Pollock should be back today. Uh, not not a for sure thing, but he should be back. Lucas Giolito should be back Sunday. But of course, of course, Luis Robert gets hurt. Uh, Eloy's a little banged up. Mancada still hurt. Joe Kelly's still hurt. Lance Lynn still hurt. So Ryan Burr still hurt. So there's uh, there's a quite a few guys that are banged up still. Uh, Josh Harrison also. But um, when you look at their their batted ball data, uh, you see that they have the highest ever exit uh, average exit velocity in the league. So you would expect the offense to turn around eventually, but it has yet to happen. So it's a little it's a little aggravating. It's a little annoying. Uh, the pitching staff's been okay I mean it's been better I mean it, it started out really good actually but it's been a little hit or miss but for the most part the bullpen's been solid enough and I think the the rotations held up its end of the bargain besides the Dallas Keigel start which wasn't all his fault but the sweep of the guardians was pretty annoying I gotta be honest um you you really look at that team and the Guardians are frauds. I'm sorry. They, <laughs> the way they're scoring runs, hitting the ball on the ground, not really hitting the ball all that hard. I don't think it's sustainable. Their pitching staff is very good, but it just doesn't feel very sustainable for me at all. And it's very, it's annoying. It's really annoying having to see, Sox fans and Indians fans, oh, Guardians fans, that <laughs> it's gonna take a while for that to be become a thing. But it's gonna. It's going to take a little bit for all all the the heat to settle down. And then eventually, the, when the dust rises, then you'll see that the White Sox are going to be just fine. And, and there's nothing to really worry about in that aspect. Um, but for now, they, they're starting a series against the Twins today. And it'll be really nice to take two out of three from the Twins. Hopefully. I mean, you got Michael Kopech versus Bailey Ober today. That's a good matchup. But besides that, it's going to be interesting to see how the weekend plays out. As far as the Cubs go, um, they're just kind of treading water right now. There's nothing really too exciting going on besides, say, Suzuki. I mean he's going ridiculous right now. <laughs> There's like nothing nothing else to say besides that he's getting on base, it feels like at a 500 clip. So it's it's ridiculous. I mean the pitchers are going to start to figure him out a little bit because that's just normal. That's just how it goes, but once he adjusts to the adjustments of the pitchers, then it's going to it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. I think he's a really talented player and I I don't see any reason why he couldn't be really good. So I'm really I'm really impressed by him so far. There's a there's a lot there that uh, the Cubs fans should be excited about for sure. Uh, besides that, I mean, I think as far as around baseball goes, the Blue Jays have been up to expectation. The Rays have been up to expectation. Uh, they're both just going to be steady and consistent, and uh, the Blue Jays pitching staff, once it comes around, they're going to be really, really dominant. Uh, the Yankees are where I thought they'd be. They're uh, a disappointing team. I think the Red Sox have a potential to uh, jump up a little bit. As far as the AL Central goes, the Tigers have had some injuries, and they don't really have the depth to withstand it, so I'm interested to see how that goes uh, with Javi Baez and Casey Mize with the elbow soreness and Matt Manning. So, uh, AL West, the A's have been surprising. Uh, they're scoring a million runs a day. I don't understand what's going on, but good for them (laughs) they have like nobody on their team they have tony kemp alphas andrews seth brown so yeah um besides that nl west i mean there's just dogs all over the nl west with the giants padres and dodgers the 3 headed monster and the dodgers are the clear-cut favorites obviously but the other two are gonna they're gonna be fighting especially for second place so nl central brewers need to pick it up a little bit besides that the Cardinals are just going to be steady until they win 20 games in a row randomly and then the NL East the Mets are killing it and I and I've been on the Mets all off season, um so I feel pretty good about my pick and I'm going to stand by and I think that they're going to continue to be impressive and you know keep winning games uh, especially when DeGrom comes back so keep an eye out for them but uh besides that I think that's all I got for this week um You can access this podcast on the library's website, uh, SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, The Glacier. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, I'll catch you next week. Peace.